1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: Let's go. The Atlanta Braves are not dead yet. What an incredible comeback. The big home run by Austin Riley and then an incredible defensive play to end the game. The Atlanta Braves are still in this thing. Let's talk all about it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jacob Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shortstopball. Follow the podcast as well at Locked On underscore Braves. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Thumbs up button. All those things. Support the show. Because the Braves are not dead yet. A big comeback win in game two of this series on a Monday night. What an exciting finish to this game. I'm going to try to calm down so that I can tell you all about it. If I end up rambling in this thing, me and Grant McCauley will, will re- recap it later as well on the postcast. But I'm jumping on here live to give immediate reaction to just an incredible game. Just an incredible Baseball game. Yes, it's great that the Braves won it, but just an incredible baseball game. Two really good teams. You got a pitcher and Zach Wheeler absolutely dealing an offense that for the Braves that just couldn't get anything going. And then when they needed it the most, they come through at the very end of this game. And we got a lot of people in here live with us. I see Light Dog, Labes, Joey H, Javier, Cancel, Jake Brown, Music. Everybody pumped up right now. Josh Williams, yes, this is a momentum swing. Uh, this is incredible, incredible win for the Atlanta Braves. I mean, this team was dead in the water for <laughs> the first 16, 17 innings of this series, and now they are back in it. There's still a long way to go. We'll talk about that more later in the podcast. We're going to focus on the positives for now, but they are back in this series. I mean, it wasn't a... It wasn't an elimination game, but it certainly felt like this. You lose both games in Atlanta. You go back to Philadelphia not knowing who's going to start game two, down 2-0. It just seemed impossible. But now they have a chance, and they have momentum. I said this in game one. They were one swing away from just flipping this entire thing. If that ball Matt Olsen hit where he flew out to left center, if he gets that a little bit better and the Braves tie that game, you would have seen everything shift. This was the swing by Riley where everything shifted for the Atlanta Braves and then the great play to end it. But let's talk about this game beginning to end. And I'm going to try to get on these comments. There's no way I'm going to get to all these comments. We got over 200 people already in here. The comments are flying off the board. Jeffrey Humphreys, Yes, we needed this one had to have it. Uh, We're going to try to get to all those comments, but I want to go through the game just really quickly. And A game that didn't get off to a great start for the Braves. Another one, you know, give up a run in the first inning. Shouldn't have, you know, shouldn't have been the case. You know, Max Freed hasn't pitched in 18, 19 days, comes back. I I know in the end, he didn't look good, and we need to talk about that. But I thought the first three or four batters of the game, it was Max Freed. I thought he was locked in. He was dotting pitches. I thought he looked really good. You didn't get that strike three call to Trey Turner, which was a close call, but it's one you got... To have it leads to a run. He does get out of that inning, but it just felt like, you know, the second half of that first inning, it seemed like a guy that hadn't pitched in 19 games and he was getting tired out there. And then you had Zach Wheeler mowing down the Braves offense, not giving Freed time to rest. And he just he never really recovered in my mind from that first inning. Yeah, he went out and gave up zeros because he's Max Freed and he can still find ways to put up zeros, even when he doesn't have his best stuff. But he clearly was not sharp at all, really after those first four batters of the ball game. Yes, Labes, this umpire was a complete joke, and it nearly cost the Braves the game in this one because that gave the Phillies a run. Another pitch later in the game. Don't know that would have led to a run for the Braves, but they had some momentum going after they finally scored a run, and you had a pitch close, similar to the one Max Reed didn't get, but Zach Wheeler gets it to end that inning. So there were definitely some questionable calls in this game. But going back to the beginning, you give up that first inning Run and it just feels like again the Braves are trying to get some momentum going, get something going their way, and you're down one nothing right out of the gate. Max Freed has to throw 30 pitches, and it just seemed like everything was back against the Braves again. Zach Wheeler's out here striking eight of the first nine batters he faces, just mowing everybody down, and it just felt like everything was against the Braves. And then Max Freed gives up the two run home run, and I I'm fully convinced. Look, he wasn't. Locked in at that point, the velocity was down. You were seeing some 91s from Max Fried at that point. But, you know, he had the two disengagements, which apparently he didn't agree with. I didn't see it. TV never really showed what happened at that point. But he's, he was clearly frustrated by it, made some bad pitches to Real Muto, and then put a cookie right down the middle for him. And the next thing you know, it's 3 nothing. And with the way Wheeler's pitching, in all honesty, it felt like the game was was over. Just because this offense hasn't done anything, you know, in a regular season game, even with Wheeler on the mound, I still would have been highly confident in this Braves team, but not with what we had seen through the first game and a half of this series. But I a lot of credit to the bullpen, you know, everybody talking about this Braves bullpen being their Achilles heel. This bullpen was great, they gave up the one run, but that was on a, a, a throwing error by Travis Darnot that allowed that run to score. This bullpen, after Max Freed only went four innings, shut things down the rest of the way. And I think that's something we got to take notice of. This Braves bullpen did a tremendous job. You know, I said when Freed came out, I said, I don't know how confident I am in this bullpen, putting up zeros the rest of the way. And they did, other than the unearned run that Kirby Yates allowed. So a lot of credit to this bullpen. It kept the offense right there. They finally did break up that no-hitter. Ozzy Albies, uh, you know, breaking that up. Acuna coming around to score on the air. And that's when you had that, like, momentum was finally shifting to the Braves. And then you had that strike three call on Riley. Again, it was still a two strike count. I don't know what what would have happened in that at bat, but it was a pretty big call at the moment. And you felt like you know that was the Braves' chance, that was their opportunity, you know, to grab some momentum. But you know they come back out. Uh, forget, I think it was Johnson (laughs) that inning apologize. I'm going through this live time right now. Uh, yeah. Pierce Johnson comes back out. He shuts things down another clean inning and the Braves come back up to bat. Matt Olson laces a single to start the inning off of Wheeler. Questionable decision here by Rob Thompson. Look, I probably would have done it too. Zach Wheeler was dealing. I probably don't take him out there either. Yes, Scott, I got to take a breath here. Appreciate that. Um, I probably would have taken Zach Wheeler out, or I probably would have left Zach Wheeler in as well. As dominant as he had been, I probably would have left him in, but not the right decision, and it's why I'm not a manager, because two batters later, Travis Darno ambushes a first pitch slider, sweeper, whatever you want to call it, and drills it out 111 miles per hour off the bat, and all of a sudden it's a 4-3 to game, and the Braves are right back in it. You go back out there. The next inning, bullpen puts up another zero. AJ Minter does a great job in the eighth inning, an easy eighth inning there. And then the Braves come up in the bottom of the eighth. Michael Harris line out to start the inning. I thought he was going to shoot a gap there. He just missed it. Missed it. They hit Acuna. Ozzy grounds out weirdly. It moves Acuna to second. And then here's another, you know, underappreciated part of this game. Acuna takes third base, and it seems somewhat meaningless with two outs. But Hoffman didn't want to take the risk burying a slider in the dirt and walking Riley and allowing Acuna to score from third base. Acuna being the third had very much, I believe, an effect on that 3-2 pitch to Austin Riley, where he hung that slider Riley with one hand, somehow as strong as he is, rips that ball out 100 miles per hour off the bat, gives the Braves the lead, and just a huge swing in momentum right there. That place going crazy at Truist Park. Just a crazy momentum swing for the Braves. The hit that they've been looking for. This offense finally, finally waking up. I mean, five runs in the last three innings that they batted in this game. This offense was silent, and they come back, and they score when they need to the most. Just sent M- Minter back out for the ninth, and it was the right call, but Minter's... He's not used to sitting down and coming back up. I I would imagine that's the first time he's done that all year long. Comes back and walks Bryce Harper. I honestly have no problem walking Bryce Harper in that situation. Do not let him beat you. Do not throw him a cookie and let him beat you. So I'm perfectly fine with walking Harper there. And then you bring in Iglesias. He gets Real Muto to pop up, gives up a... (laughs) Really good hit to Castellanos, 101 miles per hour off the bat, 392 feet, and Michael Harris going to win a gold glove someday. I don't think he's going to win it this year, but he will one day. An incredible catch at the wall. Gets it back in. It goes past two cutoff guys, and Austin Riley gets it. And, again, another – Kind of underappreciated part of all this, too. Riley making that throw kind of underhand, uh, leaning to his right there and makes a strike throw to first base. Matt Olsen pumps his fist. It's exactly what I did. My shoulder is now hurting. The Braves win. The series is tied and they are back in this thing. What an incredible, incredible game! Like I said, just as a baseball fan, it feels better uh, being a Braves fan. I'm sure Phillies fans won't agree right now, but just an incredible baseball game, an incredible. Inning. It's what you play for in the postseason. Look, I don't agree with the postseason format. Braves could go on to win the World Series. And I don't think this postseason format is fair. But the one thing I will say, and I've said this all along, it creates excitement. And postseason baseball has always been exciting, no matter the format. And this was an exciting, exciting game. All right, next, I'm going to get into your comments and all of my flying in here. I'm seeing them. I'm going to try to get to those comments and questions here next, guys. I really appreciate you being here with me live. Almost 500 with us right now for this incredible game to talk about it. We'll, We'll get into more of it here next. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets for your next big event. GameTime is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all in prices, view from your seat, and their best price guarantee. GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. You're looking to get those tickets to go uh, take over Philly, go to Game Time right now. Get those tickets. Go support your Braves in Philly. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Braves and Phillies will continue their series on Wednesday night. Catch every pitch of the postseason on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All right, I'm going to try to jump into the comments section here. They are flying right now. Uh, Really appreciate all of you being in here. Chris, thanks for telling people to hit that that like button. Mark Bibb says, who starts game three? Let's check. I'm sure they're going to announce it after the game. You actually have an off day tomorrow, so they don't have to announce it right now. I would say I would – I predict it's going to be Bryce Elder. Um, I just think that's going to be your guy right now. I think it's going to be Bryce Elder that gets to start. Josh Williams, thanks for being an everydayer. I appreciate that. Um, I'd say it's going to be Bryce Elder, especially now you've evened up the series. I think maybe if you didn't even it up, you go with just a straight bullpen game and use your best arms out of the uh, you know the entire time and just try to piece it together that way. But now that you have evened it up, I think, I think you start Elder, see how long he can go, maybe piggyback, piggyback it with A.J. smith Um, I wouldn't start A.J. smith Shaver because it's a it's – whatever you want to say about Billy's fans, they are very loud, uh, and it's a very tough place to play there in Philly. I don't know that I'd start a 20-year-old there. I'd, I'd ease him in coming out of the bullpen. Uh, I'd have a quick quick hook with Elder, as Colby Clay says. I definitely – uh would do that, but again, yeah, I, I'd try to piggyback it with A.J. Smith-Shawler, unless Bryce Elder wants to go out there and give you five strong innings, which I still think he's capable of doing, but as Richard Davis says, he's got to hit the corners. He has to be, he's got to be getting those calls, I'll tell you that. Uh, the calls that Max Fried didn't get tonight, Bryce Elder is going to have to have in game three of this series. Um Leland says, although Max did not have a spectacular game, he managed to keep us in it. Bullpen was tremendous. Yeah, I think that's an underrated thing here. Max clearly didn't have it, and we got to have a discussion about that going forward if this thing does go to a fifth game. Um, but he did do a great job of at least keeping the team in the game, giving them four innings, allowing you to get to the back of the bullpen. Uh, Jonathan Drews won an amazing game. Atlanta Dogs, Strider in game four. It's going to be fire. And that's, that's a big key in this now. Winning this game – you guarantee you're going to get it back to Strider in Game 4. No matter what happens in Game 3, you now know you're going to have Strider in Game 4. And if you could win that and you come back home, maybe it'll be Max Fried in Game 5. A little bit better game there, a little bit better strike zone. Um, But now with this win, you're at least guaranteeing yourself Strider's going to get another opportunity. So that's why this win is so big for the Atlanta Braves. Um, Chris Pennington, if we win the series and move on, do you think the Phillies will be the toughest opponent we face? I-, I think you can definitely make that argument. I mean, the Dodgers watching right now, I think they're last I looked up, they were down three, uh, nothing to the Diamondbacks. I mean, the Orioles are about to get or uh, on the verge of getting knocked out. They're down O2 right now. I think Houston, I know they haven't been as good this season, but you know their postseason pedigree. I still think they'll have something to say uh, about this postseason. Kobe Clay snatching that W from the Phillies was so satisfying. And you hope, you hope, you know, it kind of turns the tide in this series and kind of swings the momentum. Now they're going back home. They're going to have Nola on the mound. They're still going to have a lot of momentum going back. So, um, you know, certainly not over by any means, but you do hope at the very least, this Braves offense is now back in it. You know, a little sluggish coming out. Uh, but back in it now, and hopefully another off day won't uh, won't uh, slow them down here again. Um yeah, Strider yelling at the umpire was was pretty hilarious. Uh Boom Boom Sensei says, I can't think the Braves just won the momentum. What a game. Yeah, they definitely swung that momentum. M says, I wish we had Morton. So do I. How big would he be right now? You win that game and go into game three with Morton versus Noel. I feel really good about the Braves chances. Um William, the worst. Can't wait for Strider to shut them down. in Philly would love that. Uh, just when the next two. Our fans are too tense and anxious. Cody uh, Kirk Kirkbacher, everyday listener. Our bullpen deserves all the credit in the world tonight. I knew it was a matter of time with our offense. Hopefully we carry the momentum into Philly. I see Josh Williams saying Astros. I think that's probably, that's probably it as well. You look at the toughest teams past Philadelphia, depending on what happens in this, you know, other NLDS series, probably the Astros, I think, are the best team left. Going back to Cody's uh point here, knew it was just a matter of time with this offense. Yes, you knew this offense, historically greatest offense we've ever seen. You know, that's that's no hyperbole. I mean, just you can look at the numbers, you can say whatever you and they didn't just do it against bad teams, they did it against good teams, good pitchers, including Zach Wheeler, who they busted up for six runs in Philly the last time they played there. This is a good offense, and you knew at some point they were going to wake up. And, again, great job, like you said, by the bullpen of just keeping them in there, uh, in it until the the offense was able to get going. Crazy for Alex says, bats are back. We're going to kill Nola. Acuna will start the game with a home run. Certainly hope so. He's been on base in this series, but we still haven't seen that big hit from him, uh, and hopefully it does come against Nola. Nola Nola's somebody, he's up and down. I know he had a great wild card start, but he's somebody this season that's been up and down and somebody the Braves have been able to get to before. It's not, uh, you know, he's a great pitcher. I'm not you know, trying to say he's not, but he's certainly somebody that's gettable. Uh, But again, Braves don't know who they're pitching, how many runs they're going to have to score. It may become a slugfest in game three, and both teams can certainly uh, slug it. Uh, Andrew says, Citizen Bank is going to absolutely be lit. Yes, it will, and that's why you know, Bryce Elder's not old either, but he at least has more experience under his belt. And it's probably why you start him. Again, would love to have Charlie Morton here, but that is not the case. Uh, Jenna Smith, 1 1, is so much better than 0 2. It definitely, definitely is. And like I said, I, I think the key thing there, you may lose game three. I certainly don't think the Braves will be favored in that one, but you at least guarantee to get it back to Strider, who can hopefully get it back to Atlanta. I mean, I would love to win these next two. And I certainly, you know, think they can do that as well. But, um, you know, winning this one at least guarantees that Strider is going to come back in this series. Uh, the Bright Wolf says, as long as the Braves keep their bats up, we have a big chance. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully this does get the bats rolling. They just so dead for the first 16 innings of this series. Just so unlike them. Hopefully they're back on. Uh, Tanae Bray says, just subscribe. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thanks all those hitting the like button and subscribe button as well. Uh, Richard Davis says, "Surely Travis starts Wednesday." I think this is a good conversation to have here. Travis started this game because of his numbers against Wheeler, and because I think Max Freed likes throwing to him. I think they go back to Murphy in Game Three. I, I really do. And now maybe they don't. Maybe you just ride with, you know, the hot hand in Travis Darno, who, by the way, made a throwing error in this game that led to a run for the Phillies. But I think they go back to Sean Murphy, and I think I would go back to Sean Murphy. You've seen the Phillies, how aggressive they are at running in this series, even with Murphy back there. And a lot of that's on the Braves pitchers, but at least Murphy's arm gives you the chance to throw somebody out. If Travis is back there, they're much more willing to run than with Murphy back there. They're still going to run with Murphy as you saw in game one, but at least Murphy gives you a chance. And this is something the Braves got to work on in the offseason. Their pitchers have to do a better job of holding runners on. Um, Crazy Alex, Braves are, were eight and five against Philly, five and one in Philly this season. Oh, this also secures the, the season series for the Braves over the Phillies. They've now are nine and six against the Phillies overall this year. Not that that means anything when it comes to October, because regular season doesn't mean anything come October if we've learned anything here. Um, Josh Williams, Jake, how do we typically fare against NOLA? Um, good question. It's I, I feel like it's been kind of up and down. I can certainly look it up here real quick. Um, definitely something we'll be previewing coming up for the next game. Uh, But just looking at this season, the Braves have faced him a couple of times. They faced him on May 25th. He went six innings, gave up five earned on eight hits. Um, So certainly the Braves able to get to him then. Then in June 22nd, faced him again. He went six innings, gave up no earned on two hits. So that's kind of what Aaron Nola has been here the last couple of years. He's been feast or famine. Um, oh, he did start against the Braves again on September 20th, six innings, two earned, so eight strikeouts. So that's a good good outing as well. So two good, one bad. Let's see where the bad one came, uh, if it came in Atlanta or Philadelphia. Um, that came at Atlanta. So, um, you know, again, Nola's a guy that when he's on, and he's somebody I think you got to get early as well. But the Braves have certainly had success against him, and he's somebody they can get to uh, for sure. Uh, Trey Williams says Travis has to start the game. We'll see. Uh, again, I, I think they go Sean Murphy. I think they'll go back to him. Um, Michael Ferguson, Braves and four. Uh, Griff, say the Braves clutch up the National League. Who are we most likely going to play in the World Series? I'd say the Astros right now. Um, Gary H- uh, Hornick says hopefully the offense has woken up. Certainly hope so. They took a long hiatus. It is definitely time for them to show up and be the offense that uh, we thought they could be. Colby Clay, it only took 14 innings to catch up to 98. It's a brand new series now. I think too much has been made about this high-velocity stuff. Like it's all of a sudden a a huge revelation that it's really hard to hit upper 90s fastballs that are well-located. That's why Strider is so good. (laughs) It's hard to hit high-velocity fastballs, especially when they're well-located. I do think the Braves have, you know, done a much worse job than I would have imagined against those pitches in this series. A lot of that probably having to do, they haven't seen high velocity like that in a competitive game for weeks probably. Um, So, you know, I think it's a great strategy by the Phillies. I thought game one was an excellent strategy by Rob Thompson to do that on a team that hasn't faced that velocity in a, a meaningful game in a while to you know, get what you could out of Suarez and then just come in with those high velocity pitchers was certainly a great game plan. But hopefully the Braves are starting to get their timing back. Uh Francisco says woke up a sleeping giant. I, I don't want to pour cold water on all this. The Braves won game two last year as well, and then came back and lost games three and four in Philadelphia. So uh, but the way that the Braves won this game, and now that the offense kind of feels like it's back on track a little bit, it does feel, you know, like the momentum is on the Braves' side at the moment. Uh, KK Girl, another off day and going to Philly is stressing me right now. Um, AB Film Strider in game four to close it out. Chris K- and thank you so much for reminding everybody to hit that like button on this video if you would. Uh, Atlanta Dog, go on the road and slug them into their the Braves. Uh, it's a good place to hit, but it's also a good place to hit for the Phillies. But you know, I like the Braves' chances if this offense is back on track. Um, Lab S, I still hate all these off days. Oh, by far. I mean, the Braves can come back and win the World Series, and I'm still going to tell you that this postseason format is ridiculous to make teams sit out for this many games, have this many off days without competitive baseball. Griff, up to the Braves, still have a chance to pound the Phillies in this series. Absolutely. You, you win game three over Nola, and then you're getting Suarez again in game four in, in the bullpen. But, you know, those are back-to-back days, so you can't just probably can't just unload the bullpen like you did in game one. And I'm not, I'm not all that scared of this bullpen. Yes, it's really good arm. It's really good high velocity arms, but when the Braves offense is clicking, they can hit that and they can get to those guys. So, um, you know, very, Braves very much have a chance in this series, but in my mind, it's all about, you know, getting some sort of length, you know, whether it's a a piggyback of elder and AJ Smith-Shauver, you got to get four or five innings out of those guys, you know, and keep it three runs or less, and you got to get to Nola in game three, and then I feel really good about the Braves' chances, you know, in a game four. So uh, certainly have an opportunity to, to go ahead and take these next two and still win this series. Um, Josh Williams, elder, is pretty scary. Scary, definitely is. Herman Whitfield, every day or let's keep it going. Thank you so much for that. Um Scott says, I feel like the Braves want Citizens Bank Park to be jumping. They seem to take great pleasure in crushing Phillies fans' heart. Uh, I don't know. Phillies did a good job of crushing Braves fans' hearts last year. But, I mean, again, the last time before the postseason started, the Braves played a really competitive game with something on the line was that series in Philadelphia when they went in there and won three out of four. It's not like they can't go into Philadelphia in a tense kind of environment. I mean, that was the Phillies' last chance to get back into the division race. The Braves went in there, took three out of four and clinched the division on their own turf. I don't think this Braves team is necessarily scared of going to citizens bank park. I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere and postseason pressure is definitely different, but it's not like the Braves can't go in there and win. A lot of you asking about who starts game three. I still think it will be elder. I don't think the Braves have announced anything yet. Last time I looked and again with the off day, another off day, uh, you don't have to announce that, um, but yeah, I haven't seen them announce anything. Maybe by the time me and Grant do the postcast, they'll announce it. But they don't have to right now; they can wait because of the off day. Um, everybody's liking Travis Darno over Murphy. A little bit of a recency bias here. We'll see. Uh, it, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I'd go with Murphy though, just to to calm down the run game a little bit uh again travis arneau is in there he he has great numbers against zach wheeler and proved to be a great move as he got the big home run against wheeler and knocked him out of the game samuel riley this is a, an off-topic question is brian anderson the best mlb play-by-play guy i think he is i like joe davis as well i know some braves fans don't because he's a, an la guy but i like joe davis i think he does a good job uh chase Mc, charles mcfall says ozuna is due a lot of Braves hitters are still due uh so again this offense isn't necessarily back clicking top to bottom and you know that Maybe this is a scary thing for the Phillies. We're over 500 people in here now. Thank you so much for joining live. But this offense still hasn't been clicking top to bottom, and it's a short series. It may not happen right away. Uh, But certainly, I think the longer this series goes and the more opportunities this offense get, just the better the bats are going to get. Yeah, big grip. I don't know what's going on with Sean Murphy's bat. Definitely need to look into it. Uh, Trey Williams, I know you, you said a couple times in here, Travis has to start. I still go with Sean Murphy. Just my opinion. Um, all of you going with Travis Darnot right now. Um, Anthony Anthony says Braves need to keep it loose in the dugout like they did the whole season. Yeah, I felt like they were playing tight in this series, and that's you know when, if the Rays are going to lose this, that's what I was going to come in here and say is that this team just played tight. They played like a team, a group that wasn't the best team in all of baseball. Clearly, the best team in all of baseball for the regular season. They played like, you know, they were the underdog. They were the team that wasn't supposed to be there. And the Phillies played like a juggernaut. They played like the team with all the confidence in the world. But again, all that can flip very quickly. And I think it did with the last two innings of this game. Um, Yeah, I think Chris says, uh, thanks for the podcast. Really enjoy them, even in a loss. Thank you so much. Yeah, great numbers in a loss. Look, we're going to be here, win or lose. Uh, but certainly, much more fun fun doing these. Uh, after a win. Uh Will Buchanan, who will catch the upcoming games? <laughs> yeah, we're talking that's the big questions on tonight. Who will start game three? Who will catch game three? I think it'll be Bryce Elder and I think it'll be Sean Murphy. You know, if I'm wrong, I'm I'm wrong, but that's what that's what I think the Braves will do. And that's probably what I would do as well. Uh but I can understand the wanting to start Travis, you know, after the game that he has. And you know, I think he does a great job calling the game, but my only reasoning for starting Murphy is that I think he at least gives you a chance to slow down the Phillies' run game, which they seem to be you know, all about in this series. All right, a lot of comments in here. Wasn't able to get to. Sorry about that. I will try to get to them in the YouTube, but uh, on the YouTube comment section. But thank you so much for joining the podcast here live, and thank you for watching it on replay as well. As long as this postseason goes on, we'll do these right after each and every game, win or loss. So thank you so much for joining in here. Next, we'll preview game three of this series now tied at one game apiece. We'll do that next. All right, in game three, the series now shifts to Philadelphia. Another off day on Tuesday, and then we go to Philadelphia. We know that the Phillies will be throwing out Aaron Nola in that one. We already talked early in the podcast about Nola's numbers against The Braves, he had one really bad start, one uh, really good start, and one kind of in-between start this year against the Braves. He's somebody that's been up and down all season um, for the Phillies, but he's certainly somebody that the Braves can get to and certainly somebody the Braves have to get to and need to get to uh, in game three. They're going to need this offense to wake up. Just looking at some – Regular season numbers, Riley's three for nine off Aaron Nola. Uh, Rosario's 0 for eight with five strikeouts against Aaron Nola. He's probably going to start because it's a lefty-righty matchup, but those are some interesting numbers. Ozzy's three for nine. Acuna's just two for 10 um, against Nola with a double. Olsen's two for six. Azuna's two for seven with a home run. Riley's got two home runs against Aaron Nola, so some mixed results in there. Michael Harris, one for six, Arcea, one for five. So um, some mixed results in there. Again, it, it's somebody that the Braves can certainly get to and uh, you know certainly want to see the bats continue what they did at the end of this game. And again, hopefully that is a wake up party for this Atlanta Braves offense. They're going to win this series. This offense has to start hitting like the best offense that we've ever seen. Don't know who's going for the Braves at this point. If it is. Bryce Elder, let's hope he's getting the corners. Let's hope that he is, you know, on his game. Let's hope that he's first half Bryce Elder. I would, and I said this before the series, but I would try to do what the, what the Rangers, or what the Rangers, what uh, the Phillies did with Ranger Suarez in game one. I'd see if Bryce Elder can mix it up for, you know, a time or two through the order. And then I'd go to the bullpen, depending on the situation of the game, I'd go to the bullpen, and I'd use your best arms. You got the off day tomorrow, so it's certainly you know a chance to rest up your bullpen arms and, and let them all go in Game Three. But if Bryce Elder can somehow just wiggle his way through the order two times, give the Braves three plus four innings, and you know two earned or less, I would take that. And then maybe you go to AJ Smith Schawver for an inning. Michael Tonkin was the one getting up early in this game, so maybe he's going to be that first arm out i'd go aj smith Shaver but um but that's how i would play it and then six situation dictates what you do the rest of the way but if the Braves have a lead then you turn it over to, to johnson jimenez mentor iglesias to try and finish it off bryce elder against the phillies this year back on june 22nd seven innings of shutout baseball just three hits two walks did hit a batter and six strikeouts so he and that was in philadelphia on june 22nd so he has had a really good start against the phillies this year but the last time he faced them in atlanta on september 20th three and two thirds three hits five walks four earned runs two home runs honestly a couple more a couple fewer earned runs there and i would take three and two thirds of, of two or three runs by bright from bryce elder in this one certainly those five walks you know that's been an issue for him he walked 14 batters in 25 and a third innings in September, something he's got to get under control. So series isn't over, but it's also still a lot of work left to do. You got to find a way to, to slug your way to a win in game three, get it back to Strider in game four, either with a chance to close it out or get win a game and force a game five back home in Atlanta. But the Braves are not dead yet with this incredible comeback in game two of this series. Thank you so much. For joining. Thank you so much for being here and supporting Locked On Braves. Make sure that you are subscribed on YouTube. Subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacy Gottsulius. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake War host of Locked On Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.